Good afternoon, everybody. It's Donovan uh, at Spitting Seeds BB coming at you from the Out of Rhythm Fantasy Sports Studios. Uh, we're going to go into a little bit of first base today, kind of in the same uh, structure as we have with the catchers. I'm looking early season. These will all change, um, making my rankings as I go here and comparing against ADP to try and find early, early, early season values right now. Uh, people to watch, people to fade possibly, and a little bit of insight. Uh, we're going to try and keep these fairly short and digestible. Uh, if you ever need to ask questions, uh, you can join our discords. Uh, there is the Algorithm Fantasy Sports Discord. And uh, I also have the Spitting Seeds Baseball Community Discord. Or you can reach out to me on X at Spitting Seeds BB. Um, you could send me a DM or post it on uh, regular chat. Also, Out of Rhythm Fant is also available on X, and his DMs are open as well. He can get uh, the information to me. We can get you to Discord links for both, whatever you need. Um, or you could send me an email. It is uh, spittingseedsbb at gmail.com if you have a question that you'd like me to cover on an upcoming uh, show uh, for any of the positions. If you want me to circle back and talk about something that you think I missed or you want me to elaborate on, happy to do so. Uh, on the bottom, you'll see it's a little bit of news. I'm not going to cover news just because I'm about bi-weekly right now, so you... If you're watching this now, you're interested in baseball. And if you're interested in baseball, you are probably listening to a lot of the more daily or uh, more frequent podcasts than this. Um, I do appreciate if you are listening to this because uh, personally for myself, I like to listen to multiple opinions to form my own. And so I hope to help uh, sway you one way or another on some players today. So last week we talked about catchers, uh, one catcher that did make news that wasn't really a target of mine was uh, Francisco Alvarez of the Pirates, who will have a UCL, I think it was a UCL surgery, uh, probably done for the entire year, given his position. Um, that just means Henry Davis probably shifts from the outfield, uh, depending on, I am not 100% sure offhand, where he was for his position eligibility at the end of the season. I know he played a very small handful at catcher, but uh, he could be potentially one of those catchers you would take in the end of your draft and hope he gets eligibility very soon, which he should, unless the Pirates were to sign you know, uh, a veteran uh, to come in and do the catching and then sprinkle in some Henry Davis. Anyway, that's enough about catchers. We went through that last, uh, last my last episode. Uh, you can go back and listen to that. That's available. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. You can find it on all of your podcast hosting websites, Spotify, so on and so forth, uh, to listen to it. Or, yes, yeah, so you could watch it on YouTube. Watch me stammer through it all. Um, Still a little raw at this, but we'll, we'll get through it together. Uh, so today we're going to talk about first base. And again, uh, my model that I'm building is kind of brings all the players down to a per at bat. Uh, 
Um, so then I can kind of project giving them uh, games and um, then projecting out where where I think they're going to be for the, the entire year. So right now for all my exercises, I am putting everybody at the same and I'm using an average of the top players to say if said player were to play as much as the top players, this is the upside for the player. So um, while some of mine might be surprising in the rankings, I guess, of them, uh, of the player, it's also something to th consider is that if this player does receive full playing time that you could have, you could find yourself a real gem. Um, or if the situation presents itself, the ADP that this player is going at, uh, you can have a huge return by drafting this person later than you would if you draft, you reach for somebody early. So let's dig into the first base. Uh, as no surprise, the the top five are uh, pretty pretty much settled. Um, the one big shakeup for the top five is Bryce Harper, who is going to be first base eligible this year. Historically, it was more of an outfield DH. And so he'll slide in and slide in right at number two. So we have the ageless Freddie Freeman leading the pack. No complaints. Uh, I think I explained it on different at different times. It was one of my, I don't know if I did it the correct way yet, but I traded him away a number of years ago thinking decline was coming and he was still uh, ascending upwards. So Freddie Freeman, Bryce Harper, Matt Olson, Pete Alonso, and Vladimir Guerrero. Those are your top five current ADP. And that was from the, I did the last month of ADP from the NFBC platform. There are 63 drafts over that time. So this is pretty solid uh, information here. And it gives us a good idea of these are going to be these are these are starting to stick now outside of when you, if you have an injury or a big trade that blocks somebody 63 in the last month and they've been going since october so there's you know another there's probably 70 or 80 drafts done these um overall if you pull the overall you're not going to see as much movement now as it's starting to solidify uh where these players are going freddie freeman about ninth overall. Yep, that's that's 100% correct. Bryce Harper, 16th. Yep, uh, again, that's where I'm going to take him. Now, Matt Olson would be a fade of mine. Uh, he had a historic season. He had a big season last year. Um, I like to see him repeat it again. So I'm probably out at the third overall first baseman and 18th pick overall. I'm going to apply my assets somewhere else and stay away from Matt Olson. Uh, I have him <clears throat> about my sixth ranked first baseman. So that puts him in probably around 50. So I will have likely zero shares of Matt Olson this year in redraft leagues. Um, and this is, again, a head-to-head, five-by-five, roto or head-to-head, -head, I guess. It, both both uh, could be applied to both uh, situations. So I have Matt Olson at sixth. I still think he's going to get 40 home runs, but um, he just doesn't provide 
as much of the other categories to get him there. Unless I am building, I need him for home runs because I took, I don't know who yet, a pitcher first, and I need home run. I'm building a specific way. I'm going to fade him right now and um, get some of those multi-tool players like the Harper or the Freddie Freeman or the even Paul Goldschmidt, who's going to be 37, I think, at the end of the next season. Um, he's still providing uh, a good floor for you. Uh, Pete Alonzo is another one at the fourth pick who is going 27th overall. Now, I think that's fair. I do think I couldn't... Um, I couldn't uh, say no to that. It's it's not egregious. I don't I don't. But again, I, I probably would take Matt Olson over Pete Alonzo personally, even though I still have a I still have Alonzo for forty one home runs. It's the same type of thing where if you're in a f- traditional five by five roto or head to head, these guys this, uh, Alonzo especially kind of drags your batting average down a little bit. Um, only a small handful of stolen bases. Uh, and the runs are, are another thing that kind of keep him low, where I would probably take Olsen over uh, Alonzo. And that's just because Olsen plays for Atlanta, and he's going to probably have 100 runs, 40, 40 home runs, and 100 RBI. It's just the way it's going to be. Where uh, Alonzo, so far, I don't know that he has that support behind him. Um so then we get into the next six by ADP is Cody Bellinger, Paul Goldschmidt, Christian Walker, Tristan Casas, and Spencer Steer. Um, Cody Bellinger, boy, I um, was able to grab him in uh, a money league uh, as he was coming out of the minors called up and uh, sold him on the highest of the highs because after I traded him away, who did I get? In I might've gotten Freddie Freeman back in a day in a trade for Cody Bellinger, um, multiplayer trade, but um, I sold him as high as he could be sold. And he struggled after, um, after he hit his peak. We saw him bounce back last year. There's potential in him continuing his, um, uh, his successes. Now I'm a person who again, tends to fade that as I'm, I still have them fifth in my rankings. So I just personally feel like it's, it's six is a, a good risk for him. And I think he can give you enough stats back. If he's, if he's like, say if he signs back with the Cubs and they're using him every day, and he continues, I think he could be an asset. Plus, uh, he should have that outfield tag for you as well. Paul Goldschmidt is one of mine that he comes in at seventh. I'm willing to take him as high as third uh, in a redraft setting just because, uh, you know, he, he could, he, he's a little bit down last year, but uh, overall, he is so solid. And I can't see the Cardinals being what they were last year. Um, so I'm willing to reach for Paul Goldschmidt. You know, he should he should put back near 30 home runs. Now the runs in RBI will be very 
much determined on the bounce back of say Nolan Arenado and and the players in the Cardinals lineups, but uh, Paul Goldschmidt still solid. He bats second in that lineup, so I believe it's uh, Newt Bar first, then Paul Goldschmidt, then I believe Arenado. So if we get all three of those guys going, you could you could really see some stats uh, racking up for uh, Goldie and. He's not afraid to swipe a bag or two here or there. So uh, another another good asset to have. Um, and I would reach for him a little bit. Um, probably probably taking him over Olsen and Alonzo. But that's how I build. Uh, Christian Walker, eighth in ADP. I have him seventh. I think that's about where, you would, where you'd want him. 30 home run guy. Uh, 51, uh, 251 batting average, just a handful of stolen bases. I don't know. That's where I start thinking. I think I would take, even though my ranks don't say it, well, I would take Olsen first. I might even take Alonzo ahead of him, even though my rankings have Alonzo a little lower. But uh, Tristan Casas at nine. We don't. So one thing that I can admit is my model is, very reactive to the younger players who don't have quite the track, the history to uh, play off of. So Tristan Casas to me, I'm just going to be a wait and see in a redraft setting. Obviously, if you're in a keeper or a dynasty, you're going to want to, you're going to want to give it, give it a shot. He's going overall ADP about 106. Um, I'll find something else there unless, um, well, even that, I think there's still, there's quite a few of first basemen after him that I'd be willing to take a chance on. Um, like the Josh Naylor's who found success, Yandy Diaz, who had a pretty decent year, uh, Vinny Pasquantino, he's coming in at 17th. Uh, another guy that we just don't know what he's capable of with that injury from last year. So we can get to them later. Maybe we pass on Casas around 100 and we bolster up our pitching at that point, um, depending on on how you built your first couple picks. Uh, Spencer Steer running out the top 10. Oh, boy. I have him uh, 13th. I don't know what's going on in Cincinnati. We need to wait for more cards to fall there uh, just because – with the Heimer Candelario coming over, uh, you got Spencer Steer, you've got um, Christian Carcion Strand, uh, you got you know you got a full infield. Uh, Steer can go to the outfield. I don't know if that's what they're going to do, but it's just really polluted there right now. I think we're going to see some trades. There's a lot of rumors of India moving. I know we've all heard that. So if he moves, we'll. Uh, revisit this i'll keep him where i'm at for now because we're so far away from the season but uh, i'll keep him at 13th and 10th overall i think you see that starting to slip now that the trade happened and that infield becomes a little more congested now if he is if he is traded out of cincinnati so he's kind of in the worst case scenario because if he's traded out of cincinnati he kind of drops and if he stays in Cincinnati and is a more of a supporting role as a part as opposed to uh, in the in the lineup guy, he drops. So he's kind of 
if he's going 10th, I'll try him at 13th possibly, but I'm going to wait. My redrafts don't happen until a little closer to the season. So um, that's what I'll do. Uh, 11 through 15, uh, Spencer Torkelson, Kristen and Carcios and Strand, uh, Josh Naylor, Yandy Diaz, and then Salvador Perez. So I'll probably remove him because he's you're going to have him at catcher. Um, so then we'll move up Alec Baum. Spencer Torkelson is another one where he uh, really finished strong. He had a, a good finish to the season last year, kind of struggled in the beginning, showed a little life. We all clamored and grabbed him. Then he struggled and he, we slowly dropped him and then he just took off like a rocket. Um, you know, can he do it again? Sure. Uh, numbers wise, you know, Average wise, my model has him way low on 29th. I'll revisit that because I think it's not, he's not the 29th first baseman. He should be higher than that. Um, I don't, I don't see why he couldn't be in the top 20 and uh, I will draft him. I don't know if I'll draft him at 11. That's 122nd overall right now in a 15 team. I'm probably going to wait, so I might not have much Spencer Torkelson and redrafts, but um, he's something uh, in a 12-team. In a 12-team, he's one of those guys that, yep, you'll take, if you ignored first base, you went with the other infield positions first, you can grab him at the end, and, you, and it'll probably be a valuable valuable pickup there. Uh and Curcio and Strand, same type of thing as Steer, where we're a little polluted. Uh, guy has massive power. He's probably going to play most first base. Um, so maybe it's him and uh, Steer switching off. Steer could play third, so that maybe gives Steer more playing time, which is probably why he's ranked a little higher. But uh, you could also put CE, uh, CES at the um, designated hitter spot. And uh, we could see, you know, we could see some big gains from him. I have him 10th overall. That's 31 homers, <clears throat> 270 batting average, five swipes. So it, it could happen. Uh, I think my runs are a little low. Uh, it depends where they plug them in the lineup right now. Let's see what roster resource has. They have him as a bench bat. So, um, we don't really know. Nothing's really clear right now as far as that goes. Spencer Steer right now is bat, listed in the third slot in left field uh, for the Reds, according to roster resource. This will all change. This is speculation, but um, that's why we're doing this. We're speculating. So Josh Naylor, I think that's appropriate at 13th. I have him at 11th. Yandy Diaz, 14th overall. I have him at 17th. And then we went Alec Baum at 16th overall, or 15th if we remove Salvador Perez. I have him at 19th. Uh, I think that's all pretty fair. Vinny Pasquantino is another guy at 17th. That that's could be your last, you know, your corner infield spot for a 12-team. Uh, be perfect. Um, other guys that I would really consider would be the uh, Reese Hoskins. 
is one. If we look at Reese, you know, last year, um, one second here, Philly on roster resource, we're going to have him sitting after it loads. <laughs> right now he's coming in at 203 overall on the ADP. Again, this would be your corner infielder guy. You wouldn't want it to be your first uh, first baseman. But let's see, roster resource. Oh, yeah, that's right. He wouldn't be there anymore. Um, well, he still, still doesn't really have a home there. So uh, one thing we got to do is watch what happens uh, with that throughout the year. If if um, if we know he's going to have the playing time, he could be a really good add in, in later rounds, especially in your twelve team, ten, twelve teams at your corner. Um, I'm trying to pull this up to see where they all. If there's any rumblings about him, but. You know, last year, missing that time, it's really pushed him back and made him forgotten. So we just got to see what happens when he comes and he's full health back to, back to the game. Uh, Ryan Mountcastle is another one. Um, should have – he's batting seventh, according to Ross Resource, in the um, Orioles lineup. Uh, Orioles lineup is going to be a lot better. Seventh is in a great spot. Lowers your uh, your plate appearances and uh, you're not like as likely to get the runs, you know. Or you could get some, you could pick up some RBIs, but the guys behind you tend to be weaker, so you're not going to get driven in as much. Um, but we could see him with the 76 runs, 25 home runs, possibly 89 RBI, and he gives us. Um, you know, a 260 batting average. So he's just a pretty solid, solid guy. And he should have a decent amount of uh, played appearances this year compared to, you know, last couple of years. So I think, I think he's a value. I have him as high as 12. Um, I don't know if that's going to be a hundred percent right, but if he gets 150 games, why not? And then Justin Turner is another one that <clears throat> will not be in um, will not be in Boston most likely, and there's a lot of speculation that he's going to be moving back to the West Coast. Um, so that they're looking potentially Arizona or Seattle. Both need first baseman. Um, both would be obviously uh, Arizona would be an amazing spot for him to land. And, you know, he's old, right? But he's still got some left in the tank, I think. Uh, he didn't really show many signs last year of the aging curve. He, he, he performed very well yet. So, you know, statistically, if he plays all the games, which he probably won't, as at this age, he's, he's going to take days off. But statistically, when he is playing, he is a, like a top 10 first baseman um, that you're going to get way late. Um, you know, on a 12 team, he could be your last 
potentially your last. I think he'll go higher. I think people are going to draft him as the second, as their corner infielder, but he potentially could be one of those late, late picks that when he's playing is like in a head to head set setting, he could really give you some, some big weeks for you. So uh, guys that fall out of the 25, Heimer Candelario is one that uh, should move up according to, you know, the ADP has him at just below Justin Turner. We could see, we should see him move up. Um, Josh Bell, move, I don't know. He just really hasn't done it for us, right? Uh, Jose Abreu fell off the face of the earth. I think um, he's one that we're going to see. Oh, I forgot my graphic. He's, we're going to see. Um, let me pull my graphic up from last year. My guys here. Uh, these are all last year statistics uh, for those of you that could see this. Um, got a little sidetracked there and forgot where I was. Uh, Kyle Manzardo is another one that's going super late that you're going to see skyrocket with the speculation that he could be um, starting first baseman for the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. That would be a huge uh, plus for him. Keep in mind that he probably will not get every day at bats, but they like to maneuver those guys around. Uh, Alex Kirilov is another one to watch with if he could just stay healthy <laughs> and he could maybe do everything that he was intended to do. But he has the looks like he's going to be the first baseman for the Twins. Uh, lastly, you see on my screen, CJ Cron, um, another guy that's he's not going to be back with the Angels, but uh, likely, but uh, with Nolan Shamwell taking over. Uh, but um, that's another guy that depending on where he lands, I know his numbers have historically been inflated by Colorado, but really averaging out his per game per at bats, uh, you know, he's a guy that could really, he could get you mid, mid 20 home runs and um you know, solid, solid uh, RBI, depending on where he lands. Uh, his batting average probably took a little dip since he left Colorado, but just another guy that you could stab on late, late uh, as you're, as you're filling out your bench, just to grab out of speculation uh, as we're watching the news and seeing where he lands. So if you're drafting early, that's a guy uh, we could do. <laughs> Rowdy Telez, you want to talk about a batting average drag, but he is now in Pittsburgh and um, should have every day at bats there, I think. And uh, much different than the Brewers platoon type uh, role that he was playing last year. So if he can have more of an every day, um, you know, we could see him hit those 30 home runs and kill your batting average. But if you need, if you need late, late, late home runs, he's a guy to grab. Uh, as I look through the last, the back end of the top, the 50 here, I don't see anything that jumps off the page. So I am going to wrap this one up. But I just wanted to share with you some of my thoughts on, uh, you know, mainly the guys like the Mount Castle, the Goldschmidt, the Turner, uh, the Kron, for you to start watching now. And, um, Get these guys in your mind and 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 kind of watch them this offseason as your drafts near. 
And then also the Matt Olson, Pete Alonzo's like to consider holding off on them around and let, let the people invest unless you are building uh, where you're getting all your home runs early. Okay. Those guys are probably going to lead uh, first baseman and home runs. So if that's your approach, go ahead. I uh, generally find mine later, um, but uh, those are things to consider because Olsen and Alonzo are second round guys. And I think um, it's the potential that uh, you could find just as valuable players, if not more valuable players later. Um, what else do I got? I don't know. So you can follow us um, again at Spitting Seeds BB on X, uh, Spitting Seeds Baseball Community on Discord. Uh, my email is at uh, is uh, spitting seeds bb at gmail.com, or you can follow Outer Rhythm Fantasy Sports at Outer Rhythm Fant on X or the Outer Rhythm Fantasy Baseball Discord. Give us a like, give us a sub- subscribe on YouTube, uh, rate and review on the podcast uh, platforms would be much appreciated. And check back. Uh, I guarantee I'm going to do these every other week. I hope to get, I hope to get a few other different variations in here and then leading up to the season, we'll revisit everything and tie it all back together. As I start to, um, put all my rankings together, it's pretty exciting. I'm getting ahead now and uh, it's fun watching these all come together and, uh, just trying to figure out how to. Bring them, bring them all together as one, and then that's my first battle as I try to build a total four-sport um, rankings because I have a four-sport league now that I've joined, and I also have a three-sport league, and I've been trying to find a way to value all my players, and I think I figured, I think I got it. I think I just need to put it all together and see it on paper. But if you're in a in a league and you want some rankings or you want my opinion, yeah, just shoot me a message and I would be happy to help you. I can modify my tool to match your league. So that's it for now. I am going to sign off. Have a great, great week, great two weeks. Uh, Merry Christmas if I don't talk to you before. Happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa. All the happies to everyone. I am out.